Welcome to the podcast, Your Turn Women, with your host, Melody Holman. In this podcast, we'll explore women's health with stories, interviews, and the cheers for when goals are achieved. But the best part of all will be for you, as a woman, to learn to say fuck off to everyone who tells you what you should do, and to say yes to taking back what you need to be at your optimum health. Hey friends, this is Melody from Your Turn Women, and today... We have Marlise with us. And Marlise is, I'll say this almost about everyone that comes into your turn and that does this podcast with me, but almost everyone in your turn is my favorite. But today, my favorite is Marlise. And every time Marlise has said, Mel, I'm going to join one of the programs that we have, I always think, oh my God, and we're going to get to hug. And that's very exciting for me. There's something about her personality and her presence that always makes me feel welcomed and at home and like I can do no wrong and so Marlise I'm not sure how this will come out in the podcast series but Marlise is my very first interview and so we are both so nervous like she walked in she's like I'm so nervous and I'm like Marlise I am so nervous I can hardly stand it so again like I said in the introduction and I will probably say on every one of these podcasts I'm going to do my best to make all of these as unedited as possible, other than long pauses when we have brain farts and we don't know what we're going to say. So we're going to do our best to do that here and just have a nice conversation. So Marlise, I'm so thankful that you were willing to be my first guinea pig. I'm very excited to be here and still a little nervous, but here we go. Here we go. We all have tea. So if you like tea, my favorite is ginger peach. They only sell it here at the Hardings. But anyway, with honey, we have to have honey. So Marlise, one of the ways I want to get started with every one of the podcast's um, conversations is I want to ask, what does health mean to you? Health is a pretty big word. (laughs) When you said that would be the first question, I panicked a little bit. (laughs) Um, Health's meant a lot of things over the years to me. Right now, health just means being able to do what I want. I enjoy yoga. I want to be able to do yoga without waking up the next morning feeling like an old woman. I like walking. I'd like to be able to go out and walk without being super sore the next day or worry that I can't go as far as I want to. Yeah. Have you been, I know we've talked about yoga for a long time. I love yoga too. Do you have a regular yoga practice? I fall in and out of my yoga practice. Right now, I'm trying to do Sunday nights as a wind-down activity, kind of like as a treat to myself. So I'm using it more as a kind of like a nice reward than something that I have to do. Yeah, that is nice. I So after I had surgery on my foot, I was really struggling doing anything, and I ended up finding that if I would just get up and do 12 minutes, if I do three rounds of sun salutations in my bedroom before I walked down the stairs, which I couldn't walk down the stairs because I couldn't use my foot very well. It really set up my whole, it set up my whole day. So is that sort of like what you think about for Sunday night? Yeah, just kind of like a winding down, ending that fun weekend. Sunday nights have always been stressful for me. Going back into teaching for the week, it's always been a rough night for insomnia. So I found it was just a nice way for me to calm down physically and mentally. And I would like to incorporate that more. Yeah. Do you follow anyone or do you just do what feels good inside your body? 
Um, I follow Yoga with Adrian. Oh, who doesn't follow Yoga with Adrian? <laughs> Big not plug for her. Is, right, not that, not that, but we all follow Yoga with Adrian. She's a great place to start she's, and stay with. She's got yoga for everything. She is, yeah. And the 30-day challenges, right? So I've done yes. some of her 30-day yeah. challenges. She's amazing. Yeah. She's got stuff for beginners. She's got stuff for advanced. If you've got headaches, if you run, if you need to stretch, she's got it all covered. Yeah, she does. I love that too. Um, and then... When you So you said that sometimes you're on, sometimes you're off. What is it that you think stops you from staying on? And not just yoga, but just like moving forward in a better health situation. Sometimes life just gets in the way. I find myself in ruts and it's too hard to eat healthy and get some exercise in. So I choose one or the other and sometimes I don't choose either. Right. And then I have that hole to dig myself out of. Do so. you mentally feel like you get down on yourself when you're in one of those? Like, is it a mental rut that gets you down? Do you think? Yeah, I think it starts with a little bit of a mental push and then it's a decline. Oh, I can't do that. Oh, I don't have the energy for that. I don't have time for that. Just the procrastination, finding other things to do. Instead of? Instead of taking care of me. Yeah. Well, we all do that, right? Like I do that with Candy Crush sometimes. Um, not, I'm not bragging. I'm just saying sometimes, <laughs> sometimes you need a little candy crush. <laughs> sometimes it is definitely a little candy crush that gets me through my, my lunch. So do you find, so we live in Michigan. If you don't, you probably don't know that yet, but we live in Kalamazoo, Michigan and winters can be challenging. Do you find the winter is harder? Winter is brutal. I've found, I prefer walking outside, but the first, Last couple times I've tried, it's been a little too icy. And after a couple of wipeouts, I bravely went into the basement known as the dungeon at my house oh, and God. dug that treadmill back out. Oh, you know that's right. Uncover it from all the clothes. Yes. Yeah. I unburied it. And so <laughs> I I have some safety. Yeah. Some darkness. Right. A little cold. Yeah. But it's kind of a no excuses thing too. Yeah. So. We have hockey equipment on ours. It's hockey season. <laughs> And so when I go downstairs, because I'm not going, you know, I used to be, I was willing. So I, I've said earlier in my podcast that I was a runner and I used to run in all weather. It didn't matter. I would go out and I loved it. And now I'm like, I am not, I don't want to do that. I don't want to slip on ice. I don't want to walk in sludge. I don't want to put on 17 layers. And I found my treadmill as much as it can be super boring. It has been a lifesaver. We only had ours for a few years and I, I mean, it's truly, that's what we do now. I hate to say that, but we've become those people. <laughs> Sometimes you have to sacrifice. <laughs> Spring is coming eventually, so I'll be back outdoors then. But for now, I'm trying the treadmill. I'm with you. I'm with you. And and even in Michigan, our springs are sometimes so yeah, unattractive. Yeah, those can be, be a little crazy too. Yeah, like 42 and raining is really an unpleasant walk Yeah, regardless. So when you find that you're ready to get on track again? What do you think, like, what is that mental spur that does that for you? Or is there one? Usually it's just a complete frustration with myself. Like, why did I stop? I know I feel better when I do. And then I baby step my way back in and I commit to, I can do this for 10 minutes. Yeah. And then after those 10 minutes, okay, I can keep going. Yeah. And then you just really have to remember how good it feels when you're done Yeah. and just keep going. Like, do you, I lie to myself all the time. Do you lie to yourself when you're getting started? 
I do. I'm like, if if you just make it to that, you can be done and lay down. And then I'm like, oh, well, you made it to that. Now you can make it to that and lay down and be done. I found I'm listening to a lot more music, so I'll constantly <laughs> be changing. Oh, this song. No, this song's not going to cut it. I need to keep going. Yeah. What are your favorite songs? I don't know if I have a favorite, but I Pandora. Yeah. So I've been have a couple of favorite Pandora channels. What are they? So Depeche Mode is 80s. Oh, yes, of course, of course. Right. George Michael. Dude, yes. Oh, George, we love you, right? Yes, spirit, George. I know you hear us, I, but we miss yes. you. We miss you. Prince Channel, of course. No, of course, Prince. God, come yes. on, a little delirious will get us every time. Yep. And then, strangely enough, uh, Amer- the Americana Channel on Pandora is Shut a little bit of folk music. Shut up, for real? Yeah, but kind of like more modern. Yeah. Folk music, yeah. Pretty okay. good stuff. We'll have to listen. So what is it? Americana? like Americana. E-R-I-C-A-N-A? Yep. Yeah. All right. We'll have to give a listen. Yeah, I do love myself some Prince. He's one of my favorites. I Yep. And I love George Michael, and so does Allison Moon. Allison Moon, if you're listening, she <laughs> loves George, right? As a matter of fact, we just heard George on the other day on the radio in the car with Jimmy, and he goes, isn't this Allison's guy? Yeah, it's totally Allison. Sky, like we just love George. Anyway, so yeah, so that's good. So, what about your turn? Like, how did you end up finding this group? Where does anyone find your turn? Facebook. Yeah, I know <laughs> Facebook. It's all I know how to do. It was Facebook. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Marie, um, Marlies just said to me. And maybe when you master podcasting, you can get a website. And I like made a frowny face like, ooh. And she's like, no, if you can do this, you can do that. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. So maybe we used to when someone else was running it, but I'm so intellect or I'm so technologically uncomfortable. So Facebook. Yeah. So what was, do you remember your first group that you chimed in on? I don't. Now I'm embarrassed because it's no. been forever and a half ago. It was the Couch I, to 5K. I think it was the Couch to 5K. Yeah. And I did the Kalamazoo Classic. Yeah. That, and that's Which exactly. was forever yes. ago. It was, I bet you it was six years ago. Probably at least. Yeah. Because at, my oldest was in high school. She was in high school. And when we would go sometimes to meet to run, she would come around. She would. Yeah. And, then and she, she was there oh, at the finish line. Yes. That was so sweet. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So you went, had you been a runner before? Absolutely not. Okay. So I had never, yeah, I did some sports in high school. So I, I mean, I ran, I played soccer, but I wasn't a runner. No. And how did that go for you? Were you able to find that you could be a runner even in our middle age? <laughs> I did. We are middle-aged. <laughs> I wasn't so middle-aged way back then. Definitely now. Um, yeah, it was really inspiring to know that I could do that. Yeah. So we were talking, she was just talking about small steps, right? So small steps for the Couch to 5K prog- Couch to 5K program, it is all about starting at, what do we start at? We start at 30 seconds? I think. Six, 60, 60 seconds yeah. and then a walk for 90. Yeah, And then it. repeat. You're right. Good job. Good call. <laughs> that is true. So we believe in starting really slow. But it didn't really feel slow. That slow. No, no, it did not feel slow at all. Seconds, if you're not a runner, <laughs> if you're not a runner, feel very slow. Very long very time. Long time. Yeah. And in some of them, we try to find places that are neutral to run, or we'd like to actually run, train on the course we're going to run the race on. So there's no big surprises. So there's no big yeah. surprises. But 
the Kalamazoo Classic is around a hill. And so the beginning of that is a little bit challenging. That hill is very challenging. (laughs) (laughs) If you um, look up Maple Street Hill in Kalamazoo, you will see this um, hill that is so long and so very tall. No, we're not San Francisco, but for Michigan... (laughs) It is very long and very tall, and it makes us feel like we are literally dying. Yeah. As a matter of fact, for the Couch to Five or for the 5K race, the Kalamazoo Classic, they don't even make you run that hill. They allow you to walk up it, and we start at the top of it. Yes, which is what I did. (laughs) And walking up that was traumatic enough. People would say when we get started, we need to like train on just walking the hill. For a while now, like before we even start running, we just need to train walking up the hill. That's training enough. (laughs) No, your heart rate gets pretty high doing it. It really does. Yeah. Okay, so you did the Couch to 5K. And what did that rate? I mean, I know it was a long time and I know your daughter was there. I remember her being there and I remember when she would come out and run with us. And how was that? It was really inspiring. It was like amazing to know that I could do something that I never thought I could accomplish. And yes, I ran quite slow, but that was okay because running is running. (laughs) Yeah, that's what we say. There is no jog. We don't believe in joggers. We believe in runners or walkers. Yes. And you can do both. You can walk some and run some and walk some and run some, but we are runners if we're not walking, right? Like we Exactly. Yeah, we don't play that game. And then what did you remember how your daughter felt? I think she was really proud of me. I'm I know she was really excited. She had a couple friends with her. It was really exciting to see them. And they were congratulating me. And I'm like, these kids are congratulating me. And, and it was so sweet. These little cross-country kids were congratulating this old lady that had just finished her first 5K. I know. And it they well, they were, weren't they in cross-country? Yeah, yeah. they were. Yeah. It so was, I remember them being able to run pretty well. Oh, yeah. They yeah. were very... Yeah, they were pretty good runners. And so after that was done, what did you do? Do you remember if you kept anything up after that? Like, how did that go for you after? I kept up with walking. Mm -hmm. I wasn't sure I wanted to be a runner. Yeah. (laughs) But it did inspire me to keep moving. Yeah. And then the next program was, do you remember when you joined us next time? Hmm. I want to say it was probably... I know there was yoga, oh, yeah. a yoga series, yoga series, and then, oh, definitely healthy living. Yeah, we did the I'm steps. I'm a small steps. Yeah, many times I've done small steps. I remember Marlies said her one, so every week we sort of pick this new thing to, to try. Everyone gets to pick their own thing, right? And Marlies said she was going to put her purse in the trunk. Oh, yeah, that? I forgot about that. <laughs> so, yes, I had a very long commute. And I was having a really hard time not eating fast food breakfast in my hour-long commute. But then I was like, you know what? If my purse is in the trunk, I won't stop the car and get out of my car to get my purse. So that will prevent me from eating Burger King too much. I actually remember that. That was it was kind of funny, but it actually worked. Yeah, it did work. Yeah, you should. It really did work. You don't drive that far anymore. No, I don't. No. No, much shorter commute. So yeah, so your turn as I've said earlier in the podcast, but your turn has quite a few different programs that we do. And sometimes it's based on who can help us. Like the yoga thing was a woman was training to be a yoga instructor and gave us some of her hours. 
And then um, we did a meditation thing for a little while. Yes. Yes, we did that. And someone had written me a program. And we actually, did we follow Deepak? I think we we might have listened to a little Deepak. Yeah, I do love me some Deepak too. Um, I listen. Do you, he does a Facebook video every day. Do you see him? Or I don't, but I've actually done two of his meditation programs. Yeah, and they're amazing. He's doing one right now that's getting started with Oprah, and it's a healthy one. Ooh. Maybe we should post it in the show notes. Yeah, um, and look at me talking about show notes. I'm show notes, sassy in this moment. <laughs> um, so yeah, so he, I just. Because I follow him on Facebook, too, because that's all I know how to do. And um, he he does a video every day, and they're not very long. And he was showing, or he was talking about it in his video over either, he's, of course, got a new book. He always has a new book. And he was talking about um, his next steps with Oprah for their health meditation. So that would be maybe a good one to get started on. If it hasn't started yet. Yeah. Yeah, that would be good. So now as we're thinking about, so your turn's motto is change the woman, change the family, change the community. And your girls are super active, aren't they? I have one girl and one boy. Oh, yeah. Sorry about that. And and, uh, my daughter's still pretty active. In fact, um, in April, she's going to be attempting the Appalachian Trail. I love that. Yeah. She's so adventurous. She really is. Yeah. Yeah. She is so adventurous. <laughs> and my son's uh, into weightlifting quite a bit. Yeah. So do you feel like when you think about the time that you put into their activities, um, as far I think of it as sort of like this health payoff and sometimes we don't notice it right away, but now they're out of high school. They're doing these things on their own. Yeah. They're choosing to do these things on their own. They found their own way to enjoy these things without it being forced. Yeah. Yeah, because it's something that they found when they were young. I I mean, I don't know about you, but I grew up in a time in an environment where all we had are school sports, right? I could be in basketball in school, and that was sort of – and then track. But we didn't have, like, extra stuff, and we didn't no, have soccer. There wasn't extra stuff. There was just school sports. Yeah, yeah. And so do you think that by them being active when they were younger, it's made a difference in their desiring to do it now? I like to – think so yeah it was a good and hope they continue that yeah I like to think that too I like to think it's a good like not just an investment in dollars but like an investment in my time and so often mothers say well I'm giving my kids all of this time right so we give them our time and I drive I mean my kids my husband right now my kids are at swimming and my granddaughter is at swimming and um we spend a lot of time as parents, most of us, I mean, so many of us are mothers, not all of us, I'm sure, but we spend so much of our time giving it out to our kids. What did you think when you were taking time for yourself? Was there any emotions that sort of came up? Like, well, this is my child's time, or this is my, because that's something that I think about. It's hard for me to walk away from a hockey practice and not watch because I'm going to go do something for myself. It's, it's a challenge for me. Do you feel like that too? Not anymore. I no. think because I'm lucky to be an empty nester somewhat. They're yeah. both still at home with me, but they're both older. So definitely when they were younger, you know, it was like, oh, it's time to take them to soccer practice. It's time to take them to swim lessons. It's time to do all these things for them. And that left little time for me and the time that I would take, it felt, I felt guilty. 
Yeah. Like, I should be doing something else. I should be cleaning. I should be doing laundry. She's saying the should word. You all know how I feel. Should. The should word. The should <laughs> is the dirtiest word ever. But I get it because as a mom, that's what yeah, we do. That's what we do. Yeah. And so do you sort of feel like, like looking back at when you were training then, because we trained three days a week, right? Yeah, that it was, was quite the commitment. Yeah, that was time away from them. And it took a while. I mean, we aren't, we're, we're not all fast runners, right? No. So I mean, we're out there. Listen, <laughs> when we're, when you say a 5k, you think you'll be done in just a few minutes. But for our no. 5ks, it's more like 45. Like we love that. Yeah. And that's okay. Or an hour, right? That's Sometimes. okay too. <laughs> and that's okay too. We don't mind. Um, so how, like, I guess thinking, I'm thinking about all the moms out there that may end up listening. How do you, what advice could you give them or could you to say, it's okay for you to take some time for yourself? Well, you're the one probably holding it all together. (laughs) You're the glue. And if you're not taking care of yourself, it's much easier for things to fall apart. Yeah. If you don't take care of yourself, you don't have the energy to do the things you need to do, much less the things you want to do. So you got to carve some time out for yourself. And here's a little hint out there. No matter what age you are, how many kids you have, how many kids you don't have, whoever you're living with, laundry's not going anywhere. No, it's going to be there and wait for you. Yeah, that's true. So one of the things that I always talk about in any of the programs is making sure that we put time on the calendar for ourselves. And... Right. So your Sunday night is your time for yourself. Sunday night is my time. It has yeah. become my time. It's yoga. It's a bubble bath and it's extra reading time. Oh, no, I do love that. What are you reading right now? Do you know? I am reading The Huntress. Oh, I haven't and heard of it. What's it about? It is about the hunt for it's a post-war. And so they're hunting Nazis and it is a female character oh, that nice. they're hunting. And I've just started and so she's hiding out in America. Oh, nice. You, I know you're an avid reader. I am. Yeah. And just today, I assumed, because I know she's such an avid reader and she's an avid audibler, I assumed that she had been an avid podcast listener and she said no, that she's no. only listening to one right now. Only one and only recently started. Yeah. So the whole world is now going to open up to her because podcasting is literally the new, I don't want to say the new audible. But sort of, I listen to it more than I watch movies. I rarely ever watch a show. I'd rather listen to something. Well, and now I'll have something new to listen to while I'm walking. Yeah, right. I know because we're um, going to be doing a little bit of talking and walking. And while we do some of the rest of these podcasts, when we get into the Couch to 5K program that we're going to be doing. So is there any, are there any last thoughts or words that you want to share with anyone about how you feel about moving forward in your health. Like, do you feel like there's still somewhere you can go? Do you feel pretty comfortable with where you are? I like the journey that I'm on right now, the path. Yeah. Um, I was fortunate to try out two of the new classes. Where? With your turn. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I'm yeah. like, what? 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 Are where? Doing? What are we doing? Yeah. I was able to do life mapping. And what it, may I ask? So yeah. life mapping is something that I probably haven't really talked about. I am a certified um, corporate group facilitator in um, another sort of offshoot job that I have. And a lady in your turn asked if I could bring that 
once I sort of described what it was, if I could bring that to um, your turn and do a group. And so I did. And it went, Marlise was, again, always one of my guinea pigs. <laughs> I loved that about Marlise. I am like to try new things. And it was, I was curious about it because I'd never experienced anything like it. And I highly recommend it. There's a class coming up soon. There is I'm a- hopefully that there will be more. Yes, there, and I hope so too. It's, I was just, before we got on air, I was telling her sort of why I'm doing a podcast and some of what I'm hoping for is for women to connect when they can't connect through movement with the group, a way for them to hear that women's health comes in all different shapes, sizes, abilities, desires, right? It's not, there isn't a one size fits all for any of us. I'm a size 10, 12. And Marlise is, right, she's got her own size, and I love to do yoga, and so that's something that we totally have a connection with. But not everyone has that same um, that same fit, right? So making sure that the women in our group not only can connect with one another, but also I still have this belief that there are so many women out there that just need to be given an opportunity to connect in a really honest manner that says you don't have to do it this way. You don't have to just be a raw foodie. You don't have to just be a an eight-minute mile runner or you're not a runner. You don't have to do yoga every day to, to consider yourself with someone who does yoga. I, I really feel like there are so many different facets of us and we can team up and come together. And in that, it makes us all stronger. And that was a long thing about getting to life mapping. And I think that health encompasses four things and um nutritional health physical health movement health spiritual health and um, financial health and i think that they all interplay with one another and i also think that when we look back life mapping is a way to look back at your life and sort of see your patterns really clearly did you find that you did that i did just thinking back on you don't think about the things you do but once you lay it out and you look at your history like oh these things happened to me and I reacted to them in this way maybe this is why I do what I do (laughs) yeah and then we do a vision board moving forward and that was was so amazing to think about the future and all the things you want to accomplish and the sky's the limit because the sky should be the limit you should never limit yourself on what you desire and what you want to do Throw it out there. Go yeah, and, for it. And what? And I like to think, like I say it to myself, right? What is, sometimes I actually did it this morning. What if your life doesn't get any better than this? What if it doesn't? And I was thinking, and I actually, I do a journal thing every morning. And sometimes when I'm sort of sunk in, into my own fear of I'm not good enough and I don't think this is going to work. And if you know me personally, you know, I'm always throwing spaghetti at the wall and seeing what sticks because creatively my mind is just constantly going and um and I like write down if this is if this is it what is this and is this good enough and I was thinking about all the people and then I list about who do I love and who loves me and what do I get to do and how much freedom I have and I have these jobs that I love and I get to lead programs for things that I find so fulfilling. Like, even if this is, even if this is my sky, even if this is my limit, and then anything above that is just better. It's just more. 
Like, so yeah, the sky is totally the limit. The sky is totally the limit. It can be for all of us. So in life mapping, we do, and we do have a workshop coming up in February, and I hope to do another one again in March. But I was telling Marlise, it's hard to get people, not to get them, it's hard for people to take an entire day to come and explore the inner workings of themselves. And yet, when you do, it feels amazing and exhausting and exhilarating (laughs) and inspiring. I don't know about you, but I had to go home and lay down. I did too. (laughs) I got home and I was just a little pile of mush. No, I was (laughs) emotional mush. Emotional mush. And then we did, and we're going to do another one again in April. We did a um, Healthiest You 2020. And here we had all four aspects of what I consider to be health components, which is financial health. We had a a woman, Michelle Coy. She's actually going to be um, doing a podcast with me. I'm meeting with her tomorrow. And she's talking about financial health and how we can look at that a little bit differently and how that ties into other health aspects of our life. And then we had a um, nutritional health counselor come in and we had a spiritual spiritual health leader come in. And then I did some health mapping, talking about where we were for our health and where we want to see that in our future. So so yeah, we Marlise does all the things. I like to do all the things. <laughs> Except for the try. <laughs> Except for the try. I to do the try. I would like to get her to do the try. Maybe someday I'll do or the try. The or maybe the summer. <laughs> the try group is so Oh fun. dear, I said that. Oh dear, yeah. Um, so so I want to say thank you, Marlise, for coming. I it isn't so much just that I appreciate you. Like, look at I'm going to cry because I'm a crier, and Marlise is a crier, and I love that about us. I can't make eye contact right now. <laughs> We're totally avoiding looking at each other. But it is something to know that not only that I am living my life's purpose, but also that I have met some of the most truly amazing women along the way. And whenever I think, oh, I don't know that I can do that this year, I've got all these other things, Literally, Marlise is one of the ladies that comes into my head that says, but Marlise loves you and Marlise loves what you do. And when I don't feel confident enough in myself, sometimes it's the women in your turn that sort of turn that on for me. So thank you for coming and being another (laughs) guinea pig in another program. Good Lord, right? Marlise is, Marlise is one of the chems that keeps coming back for some more torture. And if you knew how shy she was... You, would, you wouldn't believe that she was here. Because when I texted her and I said, Marlise, are you willing to come and do this with me? And then immediately I thought, now you have to text her and tell her how much you love her and tell her how much she loves you. Because otherwise she's going to say, no, no, I can't do that. But this was okay. This was actually okay. This was right. I survived. Yes. And now what is your daughter making for you for dinner? I'm having salmon and Brussels sprouts when I get home. And we're all a little jealous about that. So, all right, we are going to sign off. I appreciate all of you listeners. I'm going to give a little bit of information about Marlise and post a few pictures of her when she did her coach to 5K, which she didn't know I was going to do, but she did such a nice job. And no, she, you did. Look at, she gave me a frowny face. Anyway, so I'm going to put those in the show notes as soon as I figure out how to do them. And we are going to sign off until next time. I hope you have a wonderful evening and enjoy living your best life. Thank you.